Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! I don't think you want to hear me talk about Otani, do you? For about seven or eight minutes, breaking him down, although I would never sign him to a long-term contract. Any team that does that's nuts. I mean, the Angels proved having that one great player never wins. You're going to give him $500 million. He's not going to pitch next year. Uh, you know, why in the world? I know he's a great player, and he plays hard, and he'll be ready to go, and maybe you get lucky in 25 with his arm, pitching-wise. But, uh, you know, remember, too, the team that spends all the money on him, they already make a lot of money because the Kansas City Royals can't afford $500 million on Otani, nor can Tampa. So a team, whether it's the Giants, whether it's the uh, Mariners, whether, of course, it's L.A., they already make a fortune. I mean, how many more seats can he sell at Dodger Stadium, for crying out loud? I mean, it's, I mean, uh, they get they draw $3.5 million a year. I mean, so it's not like he's going to go out there and fill the building. Maybe the Giants, who are going to, you know, finishing off with a thud and have collapsed, and, you know, they have not done great at the gate. Maybe they would go out there and make a move to get Otani. I think that would be the uh, number one. Now listen, just because you get him means nothing, as the Angels can attest. He's been here five or six years and not won a thing. I think it's pretty obvious. Well, listen, I didn't think so about a month or so ago when they made all those trades. A little more than that six weeks ago. I kind of think that now, uh, based on the idea that, uh, you know, he cleared out his locker, he had the surgery, he kept obviously this team and, you know, he doesn't tell the Angels what's going on, so maybe he will leave the Angels. Who knows? But I'll tell you right now, and I'm not saying that Otani's not a good person, plays hard, good player the whole bit, I would be very careful about going out there and giving him a fortune. That's me. If it was my ball club, I'm not sure if I would do that because you can't have 30 guys making $500 million. The Braves don't. Houston doesn't. And they win every year. So uh, the Orioles don't. They win too. So keep that in mind as far as that is concerned. So that's not... I mean, I could go through that for another 10 minutes to bore you, but I think I won't. Uh, I think I'll just give you a little uh, how do you do and how do you this and everything else today. I tell you, walk through serious right now. I mean, it's almost like Darryl School, 1977 with everybody getting high. I mean, oh my God. I mean, there's no other way around it. I mean, you walk through this. I mean, gee, serious, has it become this way? I mean, I, I haven't seen it, but I certainly smell it. I mean, my God, this is like me walking up uh, uh, in Mount Lebanon there, walking uh, you know, walking to the cabins at Darrow School in Lebanon uh, on a Saturday night in the middle of October with Fred Lampus. Uh, You know, Freddie, let's go past the bowls. I mean, my gosh, almighty, they're all, the places, it's, you can't help, I mean, and Tory left, so it's not him. No, he's stoned when he gets in, uh, and Spitz isn't here, so maybe they feel without the general in the house they can take advantage. But boy, oh boy, oh boy, it is just a, it's a dispensary outside. I mean, I, you, you think you're in Boulder, Colorado. I mean, it is, it is hard. That's number one. Uh, uh, from that standpoint, uh, you do feel like you are in a scenario where, you know, you're in, uh, you're sort of, uh, you're in la-la land here before you even, you know, walk on 49th and 6th. So uh, that is uh, number one. Number two, uh, I need the Red Sox to win a few more ball games, and they don't seem to do that. Number three, uh, we're going to have fun this weekend. As I mentioned earlier today, on Saturday, it sounds like rain is coming, so I may not get the diesel match in. That, of course, the tournament of the year at the uh, Fairfield uh, Country Club called Shorehaven, uh, Shore, uh, in Canfield Avenue. So I uh, 
it sounds like we're going to get more crappy weather. If you don't believe in, if you don't believe in climate control, boy oh boy, um, and climate issues, you're not living in the Northeast. I mean, this weather is an absolute mess. Uh, you know, one day it's a hundred, next day it's sixty, and this weekend it's going to be basically. It sounds like horrific weather on Saturday and Sunday, which is good and bad. Bad, I can't get the golf in. Uh, and good is that I can sit there at twelve o'clock on Saturday night or Saturday afternoon, get myself all revved up, uh, looking forward to Herb Street and Fowler. Oh, they're not doing that game, Florida State, Clemson. Herb Street and Fowler are doing Arkansas LSU. Boy, what short end of the stick did Kirk draw this week to end up in Baton Rouge for the Razorbacks, that, who lost to BYU last week? That is a rough ball game with Colorado playing Oregon, and of course the which is a good game in Eugene, Florida State at Clemson, which is another obviously big game. But uh, Gary's going to be in Iowa, and Notre Dame's uh, on NBC with Ohio State, so I guess they're stuck. And away they go with Arkansas LSU. That is a rough watch for anybody there. I, that game I can't watch, but uh, I will figure out a way uh, to um, see if I can get there at 12 o'clock. Oh, by the way, I heard from Chris Christie today. Uh, he did not hear the shout-out last week when we went out there. It's funny, if I do it on ESPN, 50 million do it. If I do it here, 50 people hear it. It's the strangest thing. Maybe I'll do the shout-out next time on uh, at 10 a.m. But anyway, uh, I, I did hear from Christie today. He's getting ready for his Reagan Library Debate 2 next Tuesday. But he did promise, uh, Mr. Christie, that he would come on after... Uh, debate number two with the Republicans. So I'll believe it when I see it, but he did uh, reach out today. Uh, and so uh, we have heard from the former New Jersey governor who is trying to win the presidency or the nomination, we should say. Uh, so we get a little ins and outs as far as debate central is concerned. Nikki Haley and all the fellas. Uh, well, some fun with that with Christie as far as the uh, as far as uh, next week is concerned. He promised that he would check in. So that's number three. Uh, number four, I guess Haley's Comet, uh, the song that I wanted Colin to play yesterday, late in the day, uh, with our uh, Mary Chapin Carpenter. Uh, you cut that song off pretty quick, Kyle. You didn't like that one too much, huh? No? Okay. Uh, 1910, Haley's Comet, going through Jackson. You didn't like that one uh, with my new love affair with Mary Chapin? No? Not my cup of tea. All right, no. not your cup of tea. You did like the other one, though. Wildfire? You did like that. You like that. You like that. No? You didn't like that one either? Okay, Kirk Cousins, relax. (laughs) Yeah. And speaking of which, he's not coming to the Jets. Can we stop with this argument that somehow, some way, and Cousins, of course, likes to live in the wilderness in Minnesota, as we saw on Netflix. But the idea that the Jets are going to go get Kirk Cousins, that's not going to happen. I mean, why would Minnesota, who's got a season to play two 15 more games uh, in a division that is winnable, why would they hand the Jets Kirk Cousins? Well, what's in it for them? You can't give the Jets any jet picks. So what's in the world in it for Kirk Cousins to come to New York? I don't get it. I mean, that makes no sense whatsoever from a Minnesota perspective. Why in the world would they want Kirk Cousins in New York? Uh, that makes, to me, uh, uh, why would the Vikings trade their starting quarterback? And everybody is so down on Zach Wilson. My God, oh my. Listen, I understand he looks like he's going to be a complete bust, and Joe Douglas has to take responsibility for that because, you know, and, you know, I want to hear Chris Sims tell me, you know what, I got that one wrong, but uh, I want to give the guy a little break. I mean, geez, I mean, it's not his fault last weekend uh, when he played the uh, Cowboys. I mean, that defense was horrendous. They were out of the game right away. I mean, he threw the three picks, but all in the fourth quarter. And you would have thought that, uh, as I said there a couple of times the last couple of days, that he was involved with the Kennedy assassination. I mean, my God, almighty. I mean, uh, he's all right. He had a big game. He didn't play great. I'll buy that. He's not great. I get that, too. But it's not like you can't somehow be relatively effective. Give him a chance. 
I mean, give the guy a chance. He got banged up a lot in year one. Last year, they benched him and put Mike White in there. Mike White's not in the team anymore. So, what do you want, Tim Boyle to play, who's made three starts in his career? What do you want them to do, the Jets? And, you know, I know Gleaney has brought this up. Well, let's bring uh, Cousins in. Who are you going to give Minnesota? They're not going to hand him to you. Who's going to quarterback the Vikings the next 15 games? I mean, remember the Vikings, you know, O'Connell and the GM, you know, they're on their last legs up there, too. You trade Cousins and the Vikings go in a tank. I mean, you know, who knows they're going to survive? Nobody's going to give the Jets Kirk Cousins. This is the quarterback. you got to live with it and you move on. So from that standpoint, uh, you know, and everybody wants to pile on Zach Will. How about getting on that defense? All I heard about all, uh, you know, the last two weeks uh, going into the season, whether it's on hard knocks or the pregame before the Buffalo Monday nighter, uh, before Rodgers got hurt, is that, you know, we aspire to be the 85 Bears. Well, what? The 85 Bears? It's one of the great defenses in the history of football. I mean, how about aspiring to go out there and, you know, don't let a quarterback throw 13 consecutive completions. I mean, the Bears had one bad game against Marino. Uh, what a huge performance on the Monday nighter when the Bears were 11-0. I mean, the Jets had bad game in game two, and a bear-bear game was, again, like week 13, late in the year. The Jets, when they should be raring to go, had a bad game in week two against uh, against Dallas and Prescott's not Marino. And Clayton and, um, and, Clayton and Duper are better than, you know— uh, I know C.D. Lamb's good, but, I mean, Clayton and Duper are very, very good receivers. And everybody killing it. I mean, geez, that defense was awful a couple days ago. Awful. I think Colorado's in for a rough stretch this week. Uh, I think playing that game in Eugene, off double overtime, off an injury to the, the to the it's a hunter. I think that's a very very hard game for them to win. Uh, I have to admit. I think that the Buffalo going into Eugene after that great win against Colorado State, which Colorado State you know basically handed them the game, but they won and all the hoopla, whether it's sixty minutes and Pat McAfee and everything else. Uh, I think going into Eugene, who's been chopping at the bit. Bo Nix and that conference and everything else, uh, I think that's a very, very hard game for Colorado to win. I remember about Colorado, you would have, yeah, if you pay attention to the media, you would have think that they're you know, headed to the Final Four. Colorado's got USC, UCLA, Oregon State, Utah, Oregon. I mean, they got a very, very Washington State that's good. They got a very hard schedule. Very difficult schedule, and they're going to lose four or five ball games. I mean, that's just all there is to it. They're going to lose four or five ball games. Uh, that um, that Colorado team, and I think it's going to begin on Saturday afternoon at three thirty. And I should be in La La Land by the time they kick that baby off. Uh, and I will, you know, just to have fun with it. I'll take the points with the fat guy. Uh, I will take the points. So that's uh, we have that going on here too. Uh, Challenge Cup. It's been all set up. We built a uh, tower, uh, a tower on eighteen for Nance. Uh, he's got the jet game anyway, so what difference does it make? Uh, we uh, Catalan, who's got, you know, he not, and listen, that's not a great broadcast team, so Catalan's going to come up. He's going to do holes 4, 7, and 14 for the Hickey Challenge, weather permitting, on uh, Saturday afternoon uh, with the diesel. Uh, we hope the weather uh, cooperates and we can have a, an interesting semifinal there in the biggest tournament in Connecticut for the year. Uh, and somehow, someway, with 68 teams, there are four left, and yours truly is part of one of the four, so we shall see. Uh, and CBS will be there. McManus and company. Uh, Immelman, uh, who am I? They're going to bring Nick Faldo back for that, by the way. Uh, so we have Nick on the course following the players. So that should be fun with the standard bearer, with the scoreboard. Uh, so we look for that. Uh, I don't believe I had the tee box on one. I'm getting plenty of strokes. There'd be drama. La. And, you know, you can get tickets. It's uh, Mad Dogs Challenge Cup. 
at uh, at uh, at uh, maddog.com. You can buy tickets only two per person, please, so we can make sure we don't overwhelm the golf course. Is that right, Eddie? It's two per person. Is that what it is? Well, what did go on before the show today? Yeah, <laughs> maybe I took a couple of pops, uh, but I believe we have that organized as well. So, and I got to see some Peaky Blinders tonight. Uh, I, I have seen four. I got the Gary Myers book taken care of, and I did watch the 86 Giants-Americas game yesterday uh, to have a little feel, make sure I was on top of the Giants with that Super Bowl, Gary's book on it, he later. Uh, but tonight I have, uh, you know, I can watch a couple of those. That, why not, Eddie? Huh? A couple of episodes with Chili and Murphy. Put the subtitles in. Wednesday's the perfect night for that. Yeah. Get into your TV. So, I mean, I, I'm, you know, that's six episodes, uh, six seasons of what? Probably ten episodes a season. You can look it up. Uh, you know, that's 60 episodes. I got a lot more to go. But uh, again, it reminds me a lot of Border Work Empire. And I'll give that a shot tonight with Cillian. He played Oppenheimer, by the way. Killian. I said Cillian. Killian, right? I'm pretty sure it's Killian. I think it's Killian, too. Killian Murphy. Um, is that the last name? I think it is. Killian Murphy. And he plays Oppenheimer in the movie. So uh, you guys have not seen that yet. My uh, uneducated staff, who still has not made that presidential library tour with me, and of Carlos Colin, somehow took two kids to Disney. Uh, in a span of four months, so he didn't get enough of the first. We ride. did the Hall of Presidents. Oh, I'm sure you did. Uh, so there you have it. A little educational process for Kali. Um, now, what else? I'm taking Tori, by the way, uh, out on Friday night. Uh, Steve's wife is away. He's delighted. Uh, she went to Ode Miss. Now, he's doing a show, so he might tape the last 26 minutes to get out of there. But, um, uh, you know, or maybe get Jim Bowden on and let him chat. Ask one question, and then Jimmy takes it away. Uh, you know, uh, who else? Maybe a college basketball spot early uh, to get ready for the season. I mean, I, I don't Something along those lines. But I will take Tori out on, um, on Friday night. Uh, I got to figure out where to take Steve. Uh, you know, um, take him to a distillery. I can do that. Uh, you know, uh, you guys Steve, need to post a video from that. Yeah, uh, Steve is a goomba, so I can't. I, I wanted to take him to Valbella, where you got, but he's got to look presentable at Valbella, that great restaurant in Old Greenwich that we go to with the guys. And he didn't want to go there, so I said, Steve, what do you want to McDonald's? Uh, you don't want to go to a, you don't want to go to Valbella. I'm paying. Don't Candlelight's his spot. Candlelight. Uh, where is Candlelight? Yeah, that's where he gets his fries. He loves uh, the fries. Oh, he there. loves the fries. The Candlelight. So we have to figure out a place for Steve uh, where we. And I saw Evan Cohen today. Remember him? Um, no. You might remember him come October third, but uh, I saw. Uh, I saw. That's a good. Line. That was a good line. I saw Evan today. Evan, of course, uh, only guy in America who gets booted out of here and basically ends up with the greatest job in the world, doing mornings on ESPN Radio with a thousand stations, and he's making a fortune with Chris Canny and the, and the fellas. Uh, but I saw him today over at ESPN, and he came out of there. Uh, ranting and raving about Willie uh, so we had some fun <laughs> uh, I told you I was goofy today so what the hell um, I was goofy uh, was, and what did you expect me to say when Molly sets me up today with a what are you going to do over the weekend and when she knew that I had told her already uh, Saturday at 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock this morning and with Stephen A on the phone you knew I was going to say gummies and get sauced and uh, call the fat guy in rapid and uh, you know bet the Seminoles and you know I can't root for Bo Nix. Bet Oregon. Uh, I bet Colorado against Oregon at 3.30. Why not, right? The missus is away. The hickey diesel will probably get rained out. Uh, sit there with Bo and Raleigh. Oh, I let them sit in the other room. I don't want to handle them. I'll sit my, my, my poor Bo and Raleigh. will be barking at me all day. Bo will have a towel in his mouth. Uh, please, Dad, come over here and chat. And I'll leave him in a corner and I'll watch the football uh, in, the, uh, in, in the office. How's that sound, Eddie? Is that, a, is that good to you? 
Great, now we'll have the animal activists. <laughs> well, that's not doing anything wrong. I'm just going to... You're going to yeah. ignore, ignore um, poor Paul? They'd be fed. I mean, what are you talking about? I love those two dogs. I'm like, they love me. And you know they love me. Oh, they are big well, Because fans. you take them on the play date. I take them on the play Thursday. dates. They and sense food, it. And they and know. They know. They're the ready dogs to go. are smart. Uh, Thursday mornings, they happen to know. Anyway, anything else going on today that I can uh, scream and yell about for the next couple of minutes? Colin's got a... How about Colin Schmeling, uh, who needs a couple of bucks to pay for those Disney World vacations? He's going to do youth hockey... On Saturday morning, can you imagine a guy who's 50 years of age who lives in Plainview with two kids who's going to get up at 6 o'clock on Saturday morning to go do two 11-year-old hockey games at 6.15? And was it 8.30, the second game? First of all, I'm 40. Slow down there. All right. What time's and the we game? don't talk about all your bad life decisions on the air. 6.45? 6.45, and 8.15. Oh, yes. my God. You, you. got to be... Why are uh, you doing this? I, I had a weak moment. Hi, you know. sure did. So 645 was at Kaniac Park or Newbridge? Newbridge. Right? Newbridge, which is out there in Long Island. Um, with the little kids skating around, Colin would be calling uh, roughing penalties and begging this game doesn't go to overtime. Is there an overtime in these games? Or is there a shootout? What are they doing? There, uh, there won't be. There better not be. I'll, <laughs> I'll kick the puck in the net. <laughs> Hey, Colin, has got the back-to-back. Anyway, that's where we begin. Busy program today. We'll get your calls in. Gary, later on, we'll have Ira today, too. I spoke to Ira about the Tampa situation with the stadium. No, I didn't. I left him a message. I haven't heard from him since. We'll have fun with Ira here at the uh, top of the hour today. And he's flying with Baker Mayfield all of a sudden. Eddie Erickson, the McGuad side, and get a whiff. I'll come back dozed off and dazed. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog's Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.